This is the EWN Podcast Network. Do you know how often identity theft occurs? Every two seconds, affecting even children. The great news is that you and your loved ones don't have to become the next victim. In the Cyber Mindful with Sandra podcast, we'll explore together simple practices that increase the cyber safety of you, your family, and your business. I'm your host, Sandra Esto, and I believe the key to protecting yourself from hackers, scammers, and cyber monsters is rooted in being fully present, both online and offline. This podcast is a conversation among friends. I'm delighted that you are choosing to take charge of your cyber safety because you deserve to have peace of mind online and protect what matters most to you. So let's do this together. Picture this, a busting office where an NGO Tomorrow's Promise is hustling to provide educational resources to thousands of children. Yet, in a split second, a seemingly harmless email derails their efforts. Money diverted, throws eroded. A single click, leading to cascading chaos. But what if this could have been prevented? Hi. It's Sandra Eston, and I'm back with another episode of Cyber Mindful with Sandra. And today, we're plunging into the heart of cybersecurity for NGOs, because we're we need to emphasize the gravity of the role and how even a single lapse can ripple out horrible consequences. Did you know that in the U.S., there are approximately 1.5 million NGOs. I was shocked by that number. But of course, I'm so happy to know the, the amount of organizations that exist and that represent virtually every cause imaginable from women's rights, healthcare, economic development, environment, and many, 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 many more causes that every day they take on. So why is this matter in, the role, in, in relation to cybersecurity? Well, the stakes are very high because one study found that over 75% of NGOs suffer an incident, a cyber incident last year. What is that? Well, Imagine phishing ransomware, crippling their operations, impersonating the NGO and, and seeking money from donors, and of course, damaging their reputation. So all of that has been happening. I actually saw it firsthand. I was working with a nonprofit organization and their email was compromised. Sadly, it happened through a phishing attack. And if you don't know what phishing is, phishing is when someone sends you an email or a text message or, or something that is inviting you to take an action. And that message or that phishing attack 
it's like a bait message. So when you click or when you open, uh, uh, when you open the the attachment or when you interact with with that phishing, it creates that connection with that cyber monster, and of course, more things happen after that. So. In this case that I was working with this nonprofit, their appointment schedule, their patient records, all the donation data, all was encrypted because someone clicked on on a phishing that happened to be a ransomware attack. And of course, when that happened and all the data is locked and everything's like chaos, like everyone is running here, 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 they had an impossible choice to make, whether they have to pay the ransom or they you know, disrupt their, their programs for, for weeks. And the FBI always advises not to, con- you know, not to pay the ransom because it, it becomes part of the reason more ransomware attacks happen because the more we pay, the, the, the more that business continues. But at the same time, if you don't have a way to co- go get back to, to service, get back to your business, I know it's a hard choice to make. So in many cases, just having a backup can save you. You know, that's a lesson that it was so clear for this NGO of why it matters so much to, to, to count with data that they can restore, to count with the data that they care the most and having that data, having copies of that data in multiple parts. So that, that is why I, I want to cover today in, in our segment, you know, what are the things that NGOs can take? What are the practices? What are the three steps that they can do or, or 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 take action on to protect themselves from all the hacks and all the scams and all the cyber monsters that are lurking their their side. So number one is of course, you know, having a mindful defense against phishing. What does that mean? I, I explained to you what phishing is, and when you when you or everyone that works in your NGO knows what to do with a phishing email, knows how to recognize it, knows how to ask questions and how to, you know, engage your senses, how you act intentionally and never click on a link or open an attachment unless you verify and you know how to do that. You know, intentionality plays a big, big, big role in phishing attacks because when we click in autopilot, when we click by default, we could have caused a cyber attack to our organization. So by NGOs, training their staff, training them, even the people that they serve and training them in more cyber safety practices and understanding phishing because this is not just for the NGO. Imagine the people that they serve that get to know more about and protect themselves. I mean, we, we see it 
over and over that sometimes we don't think a cyber attack or we don't think of an identity theft can happen. I was that person. I never thought that it could happen to me until it did. And it was so painful. And every time I work with someone, it's like, I had no idea that they could go after me. But the thing is, anyone could become a victim anyone. So if you are an NGO, so whether it's, you know, your donors, whether it's your staff or whether it's the people that you serve, they all can be that person. And if you can help them to understand cyber safety, to understand simple practices, oh my goodness, what an amazing service you are providing on top of the amazing things you are already doing. Think about that. Now, the second thing is how NGOs need to preserve their integrity on social channels because impersonators are everywhere and they are looking for ways to pretend to be your NGO so they can get the money from the donors that think they are giving it to you. So, of course, you have to protect that. You have to make sure that your profiles, that you you clean, you know, who is in your social media channels. You need to ensure that whoever is a supported, right? Whoever is inviting you as a, as, as a friend of your organization, that you check them out before you accept them, that you Put your 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 profile and the do, do audit of the people that are, are there. That you have somebody that is the voice and that is the face of your organization, and that your people know that is the case. So that way, your donors can trust. And if anyone can just speak on behalf of your organization, it will be super hard for others to to know when is a real message or not. And on top of that, what I encourage you, if you have an NGO, if you have never done multi-factor authentication on your account, which means you have an, a second validation for your social media account besides your password, that you activate that. Because if an impersonator gets your password and validates or register that second validation, there's no way you can get that account. It's going to be very hard to get that account recovered because they are validating it to their own phones. So the action for you is to check out whether you have this in place and do it. Do it because don't wait until someone takes your account to be painfully trying to recover it. And of course, number three, is that I get this question a lot and I get, Sandra, <laughs> NGOs don't have IT people. NGOs don't have funding. NGOs don't have in-house cyber expertise. What can we do? And I will just say, invest in educating your workforce. Invest in the, in the practices and ask for, for people in the industry to do assessments for you, to check out your strengths and how, you know, what are the areas that you need to improve? Because the reality is that you 
not taking an action and not protecting your organization is not going to increase the reach of your program. If you get hacked, if your information is stolen, if you are impersonated, who's going to trust you? Who's going to give you money? Right? So, yes, I know that investments in, in, in nonprofits or in NGOs are limited, but just prioritize, educate, 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 use funding, ask for grants, ask for ways to to educate your workforce. There are so many programs right now, especially in in the area of cybersecurity, that I encourage you to check them out. Check them out and find if you can get a grant so you can educate your personnel. That will take you so far in your own mission because cybersecurity matters everywhere. Whether you are a nonprofit, whether you are a government, whether you are an individual, whether you are a family, whether you are a community, it affects all of us. Okay? And lastly, of course, we talk about, let's talk about backups and let's talk about the copies of your data. Because if, if you have to get into a situation that you have to remediate, like you get a victim of ransomware, make sure that you don't have to be in the top place of considering paying the ransom. Like you can have your data, whatever it is that matters to you. And you'd only not have it in your site or, or you know, on your computer. You have that information outside. It's copy, especially the most relevant one. So today, you know, cloud services are super affordable cloud services that provide good, reliable information and that you can, you know, set up backups so you can have your information not just in one place. That if that one place gets hacked, you're out of luck. So preventing, preventing, preventing can take you so far. And it can give you immeasurable value if any catastrophe strikes. Okay? So let's just do a recap. Number one, we talk about mindful defense against phishing. What does that mean? That you're going to be intentional, that you're going to be aware, and you're going to be very mindful when you click on a link or when you open an attachment, unless you can verify it is, you're not going to do that. That you're going to look for variations. You're going to ask questions. You're going to be looking for suspicious things. And if there is anything very important, like you are making a, you're making a, a, a deposit, you're making a transfer, you're going to have a second wave to validate the information. You just get a phone call with the person with with the organization and validate that, hey, I'm sending the money, is it is this account? And and just prevent you to become a victim and, and sending money to cyber criminals that you might never see and you will never see again, most probably. Number two, we talk about preserving the integrity in your social channels and how important it is for you not to be impersonated, to monitor what's going on, who is 
Is there a page like yours? Is someone talking like you that is scamming other people? And that, of course, will bring in the whole issue with credibility and the people not trusting your organization if that is happening. So incorporate multi-factor authentication and, and incorporate audits periodically of the people that ha are in your pages. That's, it's going to take you in a proactive mode rather than waiting for someone to impersonate you. Number three, we talk about securing partnerships and educations. And, and I invite you to consider funding, ask for funding to train your staff, ask for funding to enhance your cybersecurity capabilities. That is so important. Yes, your mission matters, but if someone gets hold of your information, that might jeopardize your entire mission, your entire reason of existing. So just Just consider that. And of course, lastly, we talk about backups and having reassurance and preparing for a resilient situation. So having multiple copies and making sure that you have steps that are clear. If you are in a cyber attack, you know exactly what to do, who to call, what to, you know, what's next. And you're not just panicking, not knowing, you know, how to react. So Of course, my call to action for you, NGOs, is to prioritize cybersecurity now because the threats are real. And with the proper digital foundation, you can serve your communities without fear. And before we conclude, I just want to say a shout out to, you know, to you that are NGO warriors and all of you that are also supporters because it's so important that you share this episode. It's so important that we build our community, that we spread the message of cybersecurity and fortify our digital landscapes. We can become, you know, that, that community that's thriving using technology, that it feels empowered. And of course, that remains cyber-mindful. So until the next episode, I will see you and thank you for listening. I love it. And I wish you a wonderful week. See you next week. Mwah. Ciao. Thank you for listening. I'm so grateful for you today. So if you enjoyed this episode, please tag me in social media at way to protect Again, it's way number two protect. And let me know if this episode has helped you. I would love to hear from you. And if you like to know more about me, check out my resources at my website, sandraestock.com. And remember, be intentional, be aware, and be mindful. Be I am. Be I am now.